0: Welcome to One Tired Teacher, episode 28, packing up your classroom, saying goodbye to the school year. It's crazy how fast it's gone by, and today I will be talking about all things end of the year. I have some very special quotes that I gathered from many different teachers all over the country talking about the thing that they hate about the end of the year, and on the flip side, the thing that they love about the end of the year, you're going to love the answers. So I hope you stick around. Welcome to One Tired Teacher. And even though she may need a nap, this teacher is ready to wake up and speak her truth about the trials and treasures of teaching. Here she is wide awake. Wait, she's not asleep right now, is she? She she is awake, right? Okay. From Trina Deberry Teaching and Learning, your host, Trina Deberry. Hey, all right. So, today on episode 28, we are going to be talking about all things end of the year. I do want to tell you before we get started that starting January, January, starting May, June, June, I'm like, why do I have that January in my head? Obviously, not January. Starting in June, on June third, I will be doing Facebook Lives in my Facebook pa- on my Facebook page, which is Trina Deberry Teaching and Learning, and I will be talking about makerspace. And each, I'm hoping each week, it might be every other week, to have a new makerspace moment in literature available. And I'm, I want to do some giveaways on the on the Facebook Live. So if you are looking for some exciting um, hands-on activities as well as really tying into some some literature standards then join me on my facebook lives on monday i will be doing them around 3 30 eastern standard time and so come check it out there'll be some more information on the page trina Deberry, teaching and learning i hope you'll join me and you never know you might win a new makerspace moment in literature i have a whole bunch of really really cool titles to do this summer and I think that's going to make make it really fun. So I hope you join me. All right, so let's talk about the end of the year. Oh my goodness, the end of the year. This time it can be so bittersweet. It's like you're packing up, you're saying goodbye, you're finishing up on your final touches of a year where you spent with tiny humans that you love and that it's time to say goodbye. Now Hopefully, you're past the like surviving phase and you're like really just in a couple more days of thriving. And if you don't know what I mean by that, I actually did a podcast on surviving and thriving the end of the year. And that is episode 24 of One Tired Teacher. So go check it out if you didn't. I'll link to it in the show notes. But I talked a lot about things that you can do to help you get through the end of the year and actually feel like it's a success. So hopefully you got a chance to do some of those things and you're feeling like now you're ready to wrap it up. And it is, it's a hard time sometimes because there's some really great things about it Like, you know, things that we don't want to let go of, like the fact that maybe we loved our class this year, and we had a chance to connect with 20 or 24 or 30 or however many kids you have more little humans, and you've had a chance to really make that connection. And so it's hard to say goodbye. And it's also a time to start thinking about the new year. You're already thinking about the new year. Like as you're putting things away, you're thinking about what you're going to be getting back out in a couple of months and you're going to to do it all over again. And so I went ahead and I posted some – I posted on a couple of Facebook groups that I'm in and I shared – I wanted to know what you guys think and what you think – is the greatest like what do you hate the most about the end of the year and what do you love the most about the end of the year because like I said it can be a really tricky time of year it's like a I don't for me it was always like an up and down roller coaster of emotions like I would be really some years I would I would be really upset and I would be really sad to see my kids go and I would think oh my goodness this was the best class how are they anyone how's anyone ever going to top this class and then I'd have another great class but some years I would be like, "Oh my goodness, I'm ready to send you off. You're now acting like little brothers and sisters. You're not, you know, you're you've got that bickering going on, and I'm ready to send you on to third grade. That is happened a lot. But um, actually, that's not true. Mostly it was me being sad about the kids leaving. And I think almost every single year, I cried, even after you know, 19 years of teaching, I still cried or 20 years of teaching. I still cried when I said goodbye to them because it was really hard. And even my last year when I was in the media center, and I didn't necessarily have a class that, that I could call my own. I had so many kids that had totally changed, changed me, changed my perspective on lots of things. And I had made this connection with this group of fifth graders that I adored. So it was really hard to say goodbye to them. And knowing that I wasn't getting a class or classes the next year, it was rough. And actually, somebody wrote that in one of their comments. And that I want to share. I actually want to share some things that teachers said from all over the place, all over the country, maybe even other countries. They responded to that that post. And I want to share some of the things that they said, because I think I think it's kind of, I think it's kind of cool. I think it's cool. I think it's also cool to see how people have such different feelings about the beginning and the end of the year. Like, I think that's really interesting. So one of the groups that I'm in, it's run by um, two two teachers, or one of them I think is still in the classroom and the other one is not, but they do a ton of professional development for teachers. They're, they're excellent. And that's primary collaborative group. If you are a primary teacher, they are fantastic and they have like so much information and and i'm also going to have um Dee, Dee wills on the show next week so pay close attention to episode 29 because we have a special guest and she's going to be talking all about building communities with um on facebook with teachers and it's just uh love her. So anyway, so a sneak peek. So go check out their group. And you might want to even join it because it's just filled with information. And you have Dee, Dee and her partner on the group, which is Deanna Jump, and they, they run a really, a really good community. I like to stay in these groups. I know that most of you know that I'm out I'm not in the classroom right now. Actually, I am t- still teaching. I recently started teaching um, Chinese kids English, and I'm sure you've heard of that company that does that. And I, I really was missing some of those little people's responses to things, and I was missing the kid part of it. And I'm like, okay, I think I'm going to do this for a little while, and f- and like remember what it feels like for where the kids like face lights up when you arrive. So I've been doing that for just a little bit of time, and it's been so fun. Anyway, so I stay in these groups because I love to have that connection with teachers. And I think it's important when you're still creating materials in, in education or for teachers. I think it's important to stay close and connected to other teachers. And that that was like one of the highlights besides the kids. That was one of the highlights of of my jobs was being able to to help and and basically offer offer something to other teachers and I had a lot of people that would come in and out of my room constantly I used to joke about I had a I had two doors and it felt like a revolving door like it was like come in on one door go out the other door and it felt like it was constant but when I look back on it I'm like it it made me feel like I what I had to say was useful and that people needed me I don't know it felt kind of good so Even though it used to make me sometimes crazy, I think back now and I go, I was really thankful for that time. So anyway, so these groups are kind of like that for me. They still allow me to make connections with other teachers and also to kind of pay attention to what's going on. So um, as I was saying, I posted this post on Facebook to a couple different groups. And this is the exact question. I said, what is one thing you hate about the end of the year and one thing you love? I'll go first and i i was i told them that i used to hate packing my classroom that used to drive me crazy we'd have to go to all this length to get like everything off the off the carpet and onto the wet area like the tile area and which was a very small area in the classroom so we'd have to get everything off of that area and we'd have to like pack everything up and my whole i had a gigantic library i spent so much money on books and then when i had kids myself Every time they were finished with books, I put books in my classroom library, and I I, I had a massive library, and which I ended up just giving away when I um, resigned. There's I do have a little bit of regret about that every once in a while because I'm like that would if I was ever going to go back into the classroom, like I feel like I I can't because I gave away <laughs> my library, my massive library, but um but anyway, so I packing that all up and putting it in the closet every single end of the year used to drive me crazy. And then like taking things off the wall, they would ask us to take things off the wall and then they never painted the walls. So that just didn't make sense to me. And one year we packed everything up and moved it off the carpet and they didn't end up cleaning the carpets. So things like that, like tasks where you have to do something and then there really isn't an actual reason except for the fact that we've always done it that way, that drives me insane. So that's one thing I couldn't stand doing, every year packing up. Um, Again, it it felt really dumb to me. On the other hand, what I loved was, I loved cleaning things out. I will say that, even though I didn't like packing, I still, sometimes it was important for me to be able to clean things out and it kind of forced me to do that. So I will say, uh, it's like a love-hate relationship. I, I hated it on one hand, I loved it on the other hand, because I know I knew that I was cleaning things out and I was going to get a fresh start in the beginning of the year. And, and my personality, as you probably can tell, because sometimes I tend to stray off of topics, um, I have a little bit of an attention issue. And I think that Teaching was like something that worked really well with my personality because, you know, you're constantly interrupted and then you're moved on to the next thing. Sometimes that hurt me, but sometimes I just went with it because that's just how I kind of think. And then um, having to start over again every single year was kind of like with something fresh and new was kind of exciting for me. And I I was used to that because we traveled a, a lot when I was really little, because my dad was in the military and I lived in many, many different houses. And so packing and unpacking <laughs> was kind of a norm. So maybe I don't hate it after all. Anyway, all right. So that was that was my my love and hate. Hate packing, love that it cleans everything out and then I get to fresh start with my kids in the next year. And so let's listen to some of the responses that other teachers had, because I think they had some really good ones. So a person named Rachel in one of the groups I'm in said, I hate saying goodbye to a good teammate at the end of the year. Oh, that is so hard when good people leave and or they are going to different schools and or they're retiring, or they're moving or whatever, they're having a baby, or something where they're leaving, it's really hard to say goodbye, especially when you've created like that team where you're where you feel like family. I, I for me, that was really hard. And she said, I love welcoming in a new happy to be there teammate. That is for sure. If you've ever lost a teammate that wasn't Absolutely thrilled with your team. (laughs) You know that maybe that's not as hard to lose sometimes. But what is the greatest part is when you get someone who is so excited to be there and is so excited about being on on your team and like is like jumping for joy at teaching and you're like, oh, it's like a refreshing. It's refreshing to have someone that's really excited about it. So I agree, Rachel. And thank you for sharing. And then Deanna says, I loved organizing and cleaning out at the end of the year. And see, she looks at it as organizing and cleaning out and not packing up. So that's a really smart way of looking at it. And she says, for the beginning of the year, my favorite thing has always been seeing their first day writing samples and being giddy with excitement, knowing how much they would grow in their writing ability in just a few short weeks. That's so true because what a night and day difference, especially, and I happen to know that this person... Kindergarten was their grade. I I think that would be like what a transformation. I mean I think it's a transformation even in second grade but I can't even imagine what it looks like in kindergarten to I mean I guess I can because I had first graders for a long time and I know that it was like a stage of drawing was considered a writing stage and it just oh my goodness it changes so much. So that is a really exciting thing about the beginning of the year. And then and um, from another group, Elena, I don't know if it's Elena or Elena. But she says, what I love most about the end of the year is the excitement that my kiddos have just thinking about almost being a first grader. Oh, that's so cute. The thing I'm not enjoying this year is that this is my last year teaching and I won't get to see the light bulb moments, the thrill of the new school year and the nurturing of little minds. Sigh. I'm ready to retire, but these things keep running through my mind, making me very melancholy. Oh, I think that's really, that's, first of all, that's beautiful. And secondly, it's, it's hard. It's so hard when you, I, I mean, I had a dear friend who basically raised me in teaching. That's what I feel like. She taught me so much and she was like the queen of classroom management. Like she could quiet the entire first grade, which was like 10 of us, I think at that time. Yeah, 10 of us all 10 classes she could quiet them in like literally under 5 seconds. It was like watching magic happen. I mean, it was really unbelievable. But um she she had a really hard time. Like she had a hard time when it was time to retire and it actually took a while afterwards for her to feel like she kind of was could get her bearings. And so I I responded to this person's feed or her post her reply because I I wanted her to remember that you have to kind of grieve. You have to let yourself, you have to allow yourself to grieve because I do feel like it's a grieving process when you leave the classroom. I mean, I felt that way as I, you know, resigns, retired, whatever you want to call it. It was it took it took like almost a year for me to like get over it. Like a year Being able to, I don't know, it just move past it. Because I think that so much, and I know this is a mistake, but like when you tie your identity to what you do, like I always tied it to being a teacher. so proud of being a teacher. And I am a teacher. And teaching, like it's something that feels natural to me. Like breathing. And so when I no longer was a teacher, which is crazy because I think you are always. But I think it was just... It was something that I struggled with, like almost like, who am I? And maybe that's that's just something I went through, but I do feel like when you leave, I don't think it's just something I went through because I've spoken to several people that have retired and they say that it takes a little bit of time. And I think you have to kind of allow yourself to have that time. And then I think you you enjoy what the future looks like and what your your present day to day. So that's just some a little advice on that. But um, I know many of you are not... Um, to retirement. So (laughs) it's just something to keep in mind if you are. All right, so let's listen to a few more comments. So I had Alexis say, I used to hate all the paperwork. Oh my goodness, the paperwork. She's so right. It's like massive. We filled out the same thing over and over in 10 places. (laughs) It's like, then it sat somewhere on a shelf which so true like you feel like you fill out the same thing over and over again only to have it collected and then nobody really does anything with it so it's kind of like it felt like it was for nothing and I swear I think teachers are such rule followers and we have to do exactly what we're told to do and then even when there's like no reason for it and then she says I loved the last day when we laughed and reflected on the year it made all it all so much so worth it and i and it always surprised me the things the kids remembered or the things that made the most impact. Yeah, i love that. I think that's so fun. It's like you it's like you reminisce with your kids before they go and i think that is the i think that's such a fun part. So Kelly says, "I hate packing my room. I love getting a new class at the beginning of the next year." Totally got you, Kelly. Totally agree. Wendy says, I hate knowing I have great books I did not have time to read to my class. Oh, yeah, like I didn't even think about that. That stuff never comes to my mind. (laughs) So uh, that's, well, that's not true. Like when you're packing things up and you're like, oh my goodness, I didn't read this. You didn't hear this one or this one or this one or this one. Yeah, that's true. Okay, take that back. And she says, I love that I'm sending my students home with a huge notebook full of their writings, pictures and projects from the whole year. Yeah. And knowing exactly who this person is as well, because my son had her in second grade, it is like a treasure when it comes home. It's like, I feel like it was bound. Like she might have had them bound. I don't know. I remember it being pretty fancy and like feeling like it was so cool to have this scrapbook basically of the whole year. It was really cool. Andrea says... I hated all the end-of-the-year paperwork. There we go. Another one with the paperwork. Ugh. Some of it seemed so pointless and redundant. <laughs> I also didn't like how the last few days felt. Kind of like we were all just waiting for it to end. Sometimes it felt like we were just filling time being out of our normal routine. Yeah. I, I agree. That's one of the reasons why I, I love doing those end-of-the-year like themed weeks, because it doesn't feel like that. It doesn't feel like I'm just waiting for it to end. It feels like we were we got to this celebration, almost, we're still learning, we're still doing things. And now we're enjoying each other at the same time. So that's why I like those. I'm going to link to that again, because I think those are really impactful. And then she says, I loved cleaning out, though, and packing to a degree. I'm kind of a neat freak. So that works for me. It makes me feel centered. And like, I know something new will happen soon. And honestly, by then it was always I was always ready for summer break. The thought of sleeping in going on vacations, spending more time with my own kids was a great part of what I loved about the year ending. That's so true. That is another beautiful thing about, about the about teaching and the end of the year. It's like you get to focus on because I I think you get to focus on your role as a mom, if you're a mom or as a friend or as a wife or as a a partner. Um, I just think that you have the chance, the opportunity to like really focus on those roles because you kind of put them aside sometimes, especially at the end of the year. Like I think I, I definitely wrote that in the survive and thrive, um, blog that I'll link to. And I also said it in the podcast that you you trade some time and even with your spouse like you ask them to do all the work for like two weeks and in, in a trade so now you're you're if you traded then your time's up and you <laughs> and you're gonna have to um give back but I think it's also a good time to like really get to be that side of you where you kind of put things on hold and now you have the opportunity to really dive deep and lean into those roles that are so important, like mom and spouse and I don't know, friend, daughter, all those things that you couldn't do very well when you were trying to balance everything and a classroom. So that was a lot and I really appreciated all the people that responded because it was fun to read people's opinions like my I hated packing and other people that was something they loved I think that's funny it's just we're so different we're all different just like the kids we're all different and I think that's the beautiful part well we're wrapping up this year and we will soon be talking about some some fun kinds of things and then like building communities with teachers. I told you I have a special guest next week. I'm very excited about that. I recently finished another um, interview with someone who talks about integrating play and music into the curriculum and that ends up being such a fun conversation that I had with her. So I can't wait for you to hear that one as well. So we'll be doing some like PD kinds of um, episodes for the next several months and there will be a break in between where um, we kind of will move on to a new season and a new year. All right. So hopefully you got some fun ideas for the end or the beginning, or you at least are like, yeah, I totally get it. I know what she's talking about. (laughs) If you have more to add, I'd love to hear from you. So leave leave a comment. Or if you're feeling it, rate, review, and subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. I hope that you have a great summer and I will talk to you soon. This one tired teacher is ready for a long summer's nap. Until next time, sweet dreams and sleep tight.